Welcome to Good Luck Bluey, where three childless Gen Z podcasters attempt to extrapolate parenting advice and the generational differences in parenting and the lessons learned in the Australian children's television show, Bluey. We have just watched season three, episode eight, Curry Quest. Oh, mom, it's a quest. Yeah, a curry quest. (laughs) This episode of Bluey is called Curry Quest. Bingo and her father, Bandit, go on a sweet little quest with some wildlife in the way, some emotional ups and downs. Uh, I just want to get like an initial sort of like reaction because I know, Tyler, you've never seen an episode, right? Oh, I've watched Billy before. We've obviously watched a couple of watched the first of two seasons, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we watched the first two seasons. Oh, yeah, we watched every single episode of Bluey at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get the initial reaction on, on this one. Obviously, this is where we find the iconic airport. I'm not going to the airport. You get to go to the airport tomorrow. Airport? I'm not going to the airport. Uh, a great episode, honestly. It was. Uh, this is, I think, on the shorter end, because usually they're like closer to 10 minutes. Yeah, this one was about 8, eight 9. Yeah, Yeah, eight, eight, seven, eight. So uh, it was a good one. It had, it had a lot framed. Tyler, this one should be a favorite of yours. Framed in the hero's journey fashion, but kept to a tight 7. Talk yep. about tight tightness. Seven. Tight. Tight Ooh, 7. Tight Fucking Lord of the Rings point. had to do that shit, and it was like four movies that were all <laughs> four three hours movies. long. They, they knocked this one down mm-hmm. in seven minutes tight toit um turns out frodo is a real bitch could have done it in seven minutes to just painted eyes on the ring tyler no cursing this is family friendly <laughs> oh right that's right i'm sorry <laughs> no i thought it was honestly a very touching sort of it's honestly so amazing how they keep those emotional beats so tight just by making them you mm. know relatable one-to-one very good look yeah. uh as i say every week i sit and i watch it and i go mm, yeah that's a well-made kids show and i <laughs> don't get the hype i guess it's like it's it's yeah no it's really good it's really solidly well yeah made tyler show. tyler famously really good bluey scrooge um yeah. so as we do every episode let's try to soften tyler's heart by explaining to him how different generations yeah, sort of would have suffered my heart through this yeah. adventure so i i took notes obviously as i do every episode about the different sort mm-hmm. of story beats uh do we want to do an overview first or do we want to break down into the individual beats uh, why don't you tell us what the story's about Okay, so yeah, Olivia, do you want to do a quick summary? Or do you want me to do it? Yeah, so, if you want to do it, actually, because I've seen Um, the episode. Yeah, go ahead. I want to see what a sort of outsider's perspective on, because I've seen this episode many, many times. So, Bluey and, uh, what's the mom's name? Uh, Chili. Chili. Bluey and Chili are crocheting, and so Bandit and Bingo have to go do a little curry swap. Don't understand what that means still, but I'm assuming yep. it's just like a, a soup swap sort of situation, but with not curry. Not a big yeah. curry. We're not America, despite having lots of different uh, cuisines, not a big curry country. Oh, no, I love curry. I eat curry all the time, but I've never done a curry. curry swap. I'm still sort of confused. That's what maybe it's sort of like a sourdough starter sharing situation. Yeah, it's anyway. basically like you make a lot of like a chili swap i think is actually chili another swap thing. okay more, yeah okay I, I yeah get it would be a more conducive thing for the for the americas 
For the U.S. Yes. So Bingo and Bandit go on this adventure while Bluey and Chili sort of frame the story narratively. Bandit sets aside different challenges. Again, this is framed in the hero's journey. Sets aside different challenges for Bingo throughout the entire thing, walking backwards. They have to talk to a, a strange, random NPC old lady. They have to walk That's through. That's Doreen, a beloved They have neighbor. to talk. They have to walk <laughs> through uh, the magpie Duh. terrorist zone, the magpie no-fly zone, no <laughs> walk zone and then eventually they make it to the house they do they complete the chili swap but uh-oh plot twist another challenge is thrown at bingo this one heart-wrenching dad's leaving for six weeks which is i'm assuming this is probably the first time that bingo's had to have this long of a break from papa so then that is sort of a walkthrough and then bingo uses all of her journey that she's gotten so far to defeat the magpie with a little little twist at the end and then we get a little uh montage of bandit leaving and then coming back yeah that's pretty much it so as we do every episode it's time to break it down generation by generation i have a beat sheet here we could do overall first and then we could do individual how do we want to do it yeah, let's do overall. Yeah. I, I think it's overall a first? pretty good okay. uh, blanket. Yeah. And just a reminder, my parents are boomers. O'Neill and Tyler's parents are Gen X. None of us are millennials. Mm-hmm. And we are all solidly Gen Z. But <laughs> Olivia has big millennial energy. <laughs> but the, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have Gen X energy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair. Uh, okay, so let's break it down. Tyler, how do you think just overall a boomer would have handled this this sort of journey? <laughs> Well, O'Neill. Yeah, from uh, Bandit and Boomer Chili's wouldn't have handled of. it at all. Curry, that's a foreign food. We're having chicken and rice tonight. Thank that's you very fair. much. Chicken and that's pasta. That's fair. That's fair. This definitely would have been framed maybe a little bit differently. A potluck situation, maybe a, maybe a potluck, uh, giving your maybe neighbor a, some sugar situation. Uh, uh, as I mentioned during our listening of the episode, that magpie's getting rinsed easy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. In, yes. in the United States, that, that magpie, magpie definitely would have made it. We'll break it. We'll break that part down i think separately uh but yeah definitely the the framing device of this uh journey i think does not fit a boomer at all i mean but it does this is what i will say more so than sharing uh, ew no. no. Well, Why no, would I Tyler. I, well, no, I would say that in the like neighborly community, sense. neighborhood, yeah. yeah, like sort of thing. I would say thing. that's yeah. more okay, sure. strong in the boomer community than it is in, let's say, the Gen Z community. Mm-hmm. So something to actually, like, you that's know, true. take home is uh, that sort of neighborly sort of face-to-face contact, especially that's post-pandemic. That's, that's true. We've kind of lost that entirely. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to kind of get back there. Uh, and then, uh, Olivia, how do you, how how do the Gen Xs feel Gen about X. this? How how would a Gen X deal about this? I think <laughs> the Gen X sort of is that they would be trying to like abbreviate things, right? Like, why mm-hmm. are we going to walk through the park and mm-hmm. have to potentially run into a magpie when we have a car? We can just drive to Mackenzie's house. Yeah, we don't need yeah, to make this definitely. whole quest. Uh-huh. I feel like you could sort of just like you know get in, get out, do the whole exchange. You know yeah. that whole thing. Definitely wouldn't wouldn't spend that much time. G- again, Gen Xers, they're all about quickness. They they had to do the rat race. You know, they did the '90s and the early 2000s booms, and then they were just in it. Yeah. Uh, millennials, I feel like would be into this. Honestly, I think this this show we we say it all the time, but this show has millennial energy. At least, oh, yeah. I mean, it's the made by millennials. I would exactly say. by millennials. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, this this feels very in sync with that. I feel like an, a millennial would be willing to go that. They would be willing to sort of deal with the, uh, you know, the, the trials and tribulations from the parents' perspective of this. But another perspective I want to uh, sort of jump into with this episode is from Bingo's perspective. How would each of the generations respond? So I have it in my beat sheet here. But yeah, I think this is, again, one to one for millennials. I think they would definitely sort of go that gentle parenting route, have a couple of fun challenges and then have that emotional hit at the end. This all tracks. Gen Z now, guys. This is where it opens up to the three of us. How would we do this? How would this happen? I mean... Oh, wow. That's pretty good. I mean, obviously, there's... Again, I, I, I'm assuming if that we are Gen Z with kids, that's like where I'm putting us. Yes, Gen you know, Z with how kids. We would rage we're, our we're kids sort of hypothetical. Listen, we're all in our early to mid twenties. Uh, mm-hmm. I just found out there, that a girl have, I went to high we school with got married. So, like, you know, we're we're all driving with Gen that, Z's so. having kids. So, Gen Z's having yeah, kids. Gen Z's having yeah. kids. Yeah, I, I have friends who have you know three, four, five year old kids. So, <laughs> this one. Yeah. Also, uh, my like, dad has my dad has said that if anybody makes at my wedding this weekend makes a. Uh, a pitter patter of little feet reference they're kicked out (laughs) it'll be there it'll be there it'll be there it'll it'll be there Uh, you're on the horn i'll just stand by the door with a fucking rifle (laughs) and anyone who don't put him down put him down execute yeah i don't see us exactly engaging in something like this i honestly do feel like our sort of kid to friendship ratio will be much i mean it is going to be close like this but i think it would be sort of a either a family endeavor or it would be similar to gen x like a truncation driving getting there dropping it off having a fun little exchange or making it an event right that's kind of what we're all about is making these events so maybe it would be a curry swap party yeah situation. it would be a more a yeah, instead of the one-on-one bank, uh, it would be a more yeah it would be a sort maybe of a, a comp- do you think it would be a competition do you think you'd have maybe, a curry competition maybe, maybe and yeah, then somebody like can make be... a content right off our taxes because we're trying to find these edges every <laughs> single time edges gotta find every single edges. day on that ground gen z is like gen x in that sense in that sense except for i think we do have the softer hearts of the, we're like the, Gen the, X yeah. if our hearts. I think grew there's three also sizes. like you know, <laughs> you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it tracks. We're, that's, we're that's more likely to leave nature on its own. I feel like a Gen Z yeah. person would put yeah. up a sign being like, yeah, "There's Gen a magpie," just to warn everybody. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, kind of we would definitely yeah. put up a, a thing, but we would also maybe I feel like get there would that be like magpie a magpie too. spotting kind of like page. You know, in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, definitely. All right. So let's let's break it down then. Let's break it down beat by beat. First sort of segment. Bingo doesn't want to go. That's the sort of opening segment to this hero's yeah. journey yes. thing. Bingo doesn't want to go. The refusal of the call. Boomers yelling immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Belt. This is instant, like, you're coming belt. with us or not. Belt. Maybe instant belt. belt. <laughs> instant belt. Take you out to the front Get yard. Beat you with a stick. Get your butt out the door. I said, let's go. You go, you know. We're you going go to Home Depot. This has big. You're going to hold the flashlight for me. Energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. You're carrying definitely. the Peshwari on. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yes. You're carrying the Peshwari. And it does have some of that in this. It does have some of that in this. But yeah. No nonsense. sprouts or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What is it? <laughs> there, as we've said before, there's no bargaining when it comes to boomers. It is yeah. uh, their word is get, law. Their way or the highway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Now, uh, Gen X, how would Gen X respond to Bingo not willing want to go? I feel like I feel mm. like they would cave. This is a good question. I feel like Gen X would just I, give up. 
Yeah, I think so they would just leave them behind. Yeah. I honestly think Gen X, obviously, the raising by television sort of generation, I think they would just sort of leave yeah, the kids on be like, be all right, like, I'll okay. just be back in like 20. Well. Latchkey yeah, kids. Back. Most of us were latchkey kids. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely leaving them uh, behind. Millennials, again, one to one. We don't really need to, you Trying know, to talk encourage the community yeah. aspect. Encourage of it, them, yeah. soft parenting, exactly. How would we respond to that? I feel like we would almost gamify it more, like more uh-huh. enticing. Like we would be like, yes. yeah, we like kind of like an all, I feel like Gen Z might over promise because they yeah, want to make yeah, things yeah, yeah. seem more exciting yeah. than they actually are. So it's sort like, of mystifying the world in that. I, honestly, it would be taking the narration of Bluey and Chili and then putting that in the world of the actual yeah. like thing, yeah. right? That's how we would sort of do it. It would be like, oh, but this is an adventure. Aren't you excited to go on this adventure? Yeah, let's you know, go on this exactly quest, what child. Yeah, yes, exactly. You know, child. And sort of bringing that child. in. As, as you say to your child, child. <laughs> yes. I unfortunately, this is an unfortunate Boy. truth, but I have been calling my my niece and my nephew anytime they do it. I mean, my, the, my nephew is isn't niece? doing anything. My niece is two and a half years old. Her new, my new Time thing is that is spinning. I know Time it's crazy. She's stop. two and a half years old, but her thing is now that like she'll come when her name is called that kind of thing. But I've just got I've gotten into the habit of just calling her youth. I go youth, come here, and I go youth, youth come here. And she, that's actually she pretty good. That's a, that's a good yeah. Youth is I like her, that. I use youth often. I call her youth. Youth, often. it's time to go on a quest. Literally, yeah. I'd be like, come along, youth. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think making that game aspect of it is definitely what we would sort of lean towards. Yeah. Uh, so the next beat here is Bingo doesn't get to walk forward, only back hop. <laughs> I feel like uh, this no is. No, a- no, I think that's across the board, top tier. Yeah. Top tier. Boomers, <laughs> boomers are boom. I mean, I would say boomers would probably be like walk like a normal person. Yeah, it, w- it would definitely <laughs> be a little bit more societal norms. But I think Gen X is I think if the kid did it out of hand, the Gen X's wouldn't say anything. Yeah. They would be like, ah, look at my weird kid. And then I, I think Millennial everybody else is kind of just down with play. it. But, hey, everybody, look at my weird kid. <laughs> I feel like Gen Z <laughs> would be like, look at my weird, weird kid, kid, but I'm also going to do the weird thing. You know what I mean? Honestly, yeah, like, you kind of join in with like, you. Boomers, and we're like, you need to be online. normal like me. Gen Z would be like, hell yeah, dude, let's party. Like, you know, let's hell do yeah, funky fuck stuff. Yeah. We're, let's you do know, it let's together. Walk weird. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I feel like mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. very much. Like do you, that, do yeah. we think there's going to be some sort of pushback from our kids' generation to like be buttoned up and like tidy? You God, know? Sure. why can't you be like? Ugh, my, yeah. Why can't you be more like? Great Gen Beta is going to be actual betas. <laughs> we wear baggy clothes; they're going to wear tight fitting clothes. Yeah, you know? yep. I, I don't like how generations cycle. Okay, let's get into the magpie, Tyler. <laughs> let's get to this fucking magpie. magpie. Uh, Look, listen. This is where the Australian sort of comes out. <laughs> Uh huh. Like I said, um, this magpie's this getting a lot washed of of by some little guy with a BB <laughs> yeah. gun immediately. In the especially. Yes. Okay, let's do it. Boomers first. Boomers. They would have the gun on them. It would. The magpie would no longer be in existence if it even looked at the, the family wrong. Yeah. Now, Gen X. This is the one that I was like most interested in. How would Gen X respond to a magpie attack? I'm I'm trying to think like Gen X is like right at the edge of like the like green like the establishment of Earth Day kind of situation. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like I feel like they'd be like, but they're still buttoned up. Yeah, it'd be. I like, think they would call maybe let's the take another like route. animal control. Yeah, 
you know. Yeah. Or like, I think it would be like a call animal kind of control situation. situation. Someone, yeah. I, someone, this needs to be taken care of, but someone else needs. Yeah. Not exactly. Yeah. 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 Now, millennials, I think, again, this might be the Australian thing. I honestly think American millennials would probably also maybe not call animal control, but call maybe a local animal yeah, reservation like, thing to like, get like, them moved. Yeah. area, like protection agency, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. One thing that I have seen done, have you guys ever seen that video of that uh, cyclist who gets absolutely, who gets smoked by a magpie? Just no. absolutely knocks him off. <laughs> yeah. and like, it's a great but video. But the thing now. is, I'm just like, it's great to like, just wear a bike helmet. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you're just saying in Adapt, general. Survive, overcome, around. you know? Like. How about a motorcycle helmet? <laughs> or a motorcycle helmet, I guess, for Tyler. No comment. But what I do like about Bluey is that they very much exemplify, like, the natural beauty of Australia. Like, mm-hmm. we saw this in the episode Camping. We see we see this in the episode The Creek. You get yep. to see, like, this isn't just, like, a random place. This isn't, like, a wow-wow-wubsy where it's just, like, the trees are circles, you know? They're like, yeah. this is a specific tree from Australia. This is a specific yes, exactly. animal that is native to Australia. Wow, and we are what going, a fucking yeah. throw out, throwback to Wow Wow Wubsy. That's a, that, that, oh, that unlocked <laughs> Will a, that be our next show, guys? Do we like think that's your next? flat Stanley, you have, you uh-huh, have like, uh, uh-huh. you have Bob the Bilby, you know, you have that yeah. sort of natural setting. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But I do think, you know, going with the flow, uh, that angle of it is definitely empowering as as a show, as, as a sort of media venture. So I think it would be a good lesson for all of us to pick up is like, the magpie is just going to do its thing it's not actually going to do any harm to you if it swoops you you know it's just trying to again just trying to protect the kids i think we would honestly roll with it i think maybe <laughs> maybe we would try to avoid it but if we were already in the situation i think we would just you know oh look magpie you know they're not that dangerous just keep on trucking what i kid. also like is the explanation like why is the magpie going to do this like mm-hmm. you know you know the boomer sort of just like that's just how it is yeah <laughs> you know yeah, it's yeah. like oh it's just trying to protect its baby not just like he's you know just trying the to be gen a good x dad, but then like the right? millennials yeah. like he's trying to be a good dad you know yes it's exactly just like, definitely yeah, putting that emotional connectiveness into it is, yeah, is very powerful that, very like good. oh yeah like that's how i i protect you i'm your dad you know that kind of thing yep all right let's talk about this fucking old lady for a second what the Doreen! fuck <laughs> hell no what do you have to hell say no. about this old lady hell no i love dory hell no Doreen knows what's up. Listen, boomers. I don't understand. Would, boomers would be into it. I get it. We boomers love Doreen. Would be into it. I don't take cart. side quests from old she people. She takes the bus. Gen Z, curb stomp the old lady. <laughs> I think everybody else would be fine with it. I would not. Keep it trucking. Don't look at my kid, you old weirdo. <laughs> I like that there's a nice public transit system. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. If we, if, I guess if I, did, if I did have a, a kid next to better public transit that might be a, a different I adventure. feel like i feel like millennials and gen x are much more of a like sheltered like stranger danger kind of generation mm-hmm. true and we're like maybe we are uh, maybe gen x i feel like is, is in, people. in that middle like gen x is big stranger away, danger yeah. big stranger danger millennials the, sort of caught that and yeah. then like gen z is like yes we are a stranger danger but also like we maybe we're allowed to trust people that we live near. Maybe we shouldn't. We're be not stranger danger because we think we're gonna get kidnapped. We're stranger danger because don't talk to me, man. I don't know that yeah, too. And also what maybe a, a little bit of mm, are you a Republican? You're kind of up there in age, you know. That's sort yeah. of deal. I don't like your haircut. Uh, so I think you're gonna you, call me a slur. People. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's that's where our sort of stranger danger. I guess as people sort of age, we'll be okay with it eventually. But yeah, definitely yeah. old people being uh, 
Okay, so we're going to move on from the old people. I just want to hit the face paint real quick. For boomers specifically, that face paint would definitely have lead in it, would definitely give the kid uh, a little bit of lead poisoning. <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of that lead poisoning damage. rage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I also like that. what is interesting is that if this was a boomer, like it'd be like, I want a but I want a tiger. It's like, no, you're gonna have a butterfly, or like, you know, that like that sort of uh-huh. thing. Like that's sort of enforcing those get, sort of gender norms, upset. I guess. The yeah, um, the gender norms aspect of it, yeah, for and sure. And I feel like there would be less experimental like I feel like a boomer wouldn't be like, Yeah, but I'm not very good at it. It's like, nope, you're gonna take what I give you, even if it's garbage. Exactly. You know? So exactly. I feel like that would be regardless a of how like you that. and you have to say thank you. You get a smack on the head if you didn't say thank you. Yeah, hundred percent for the boomer <laughs> generation. <laughs> We've painted boomers as just like corporal. For the Gen X generation, I mean, I think it's pretty unilateral from there. I don't think there's going to be a lot of, like, you know, changes insofar as I think the Gen X would also be very receptive and play a little bit more willing to play along with this sort of thing. And I think as you get, you know, younger and younger. The self-awareness. Yeah, that's not the word I'm looking for. Yes, a lot more self-awareness and sort of, you know, willing to play the game. Um, Yeah. Let's go to the big reveal that bandit mckenzie seems like a real prick can i be real mckenzie Mackenzie? is your jock we love mckenzie but he does have he does, does get his moment later on in season three but mckenzie's just like he has that very like here's my personality here it is yeah. deal with it yeah that's yeah. fair but yes, it is revealed that Bandit is going to be going away for six weeks, spoiling the sort of thing. I want to take both angles of it, both from uh, the Bandit to Bingo and the, what is the kid's name again? Mackenzie is the border collar. Bandit to Mackenzie. Because I think that Mackenzie, for Boomer specifically, would have gotten in trouble for saying that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Definitely. Maybe even for Gen X, there would have been a little bit of scolding going on because they are, you know, sort of the personal, interpersonal, inner family yeah, stuff like is it's still not your kept business. pretty tight to, to the chest. It. It's yeah. not your business. We don't talk about that. But I do appreciate the sort of openness, the communal openness between friends and family and how, you know, friends are an extension of family with the younger generations. Um, I do have a question. Yeah. Yes. When was Bandit planning to tell Bingo that I'm he was going to be gone? It was the next day he was going to be on Persephone. That is true. He was going to tell her either that, that night or that morning, just being like, all right, I'm leaving, bye. Could you, you know, imagine like, the, that morning being like, I'm leaving for six weeks? That's not good parenting. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that yeah. is true, Tyler. That's a fail move. Yeah, this one's like in the rough area. I feel like this yeah. is actually a very boomer move. Yeah. Because it's like, here's my schedule. It's either here's my schedule. very transparent, yeah. like, this is what I'm going to be done. Here's my schedule. Everyone needs to know what dad's schedule is. Or, like, you wake up and you're like, okay, is dad going to drive me to school today? It's like, no, he's in he's in, he's in in Atlanta. Like, he's not, he's no. He's in, he's in Kansas. Cabo, no. yeah. He's in fucking yeah. Cabo he's on not a business here. trip. He's like, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, With you just like, wake up and your dad is gone. Like, I feel like that was if you had a dad who traveled a lot for work. I feel mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, traveling for work kind of comes and goes. Yeah. Um, Between I think generations people travel and, and more I think now, but it's a lot more like usual. Well, we'll like get into that. I think I have, I have a thing with the yeah. montage at the end for, for that specific yeah. thing that we can break into. But yes. I, I think, I do think that Mackenzie would have gotten in trouble both with Gen X and boomers. But I think, you know, millennials and then I, what do we, how, how would we respond to this shithead kid? Uh, ruining <laughs> the way you're gonna think. I mean, honestly, I don't I think I feel I like have... this would be like obviously he's gonna say what he's gonna say, yeah, but it would yeah, be like 
afterwards you'd be like, hey, so you know how you heard Mr. Healer telling dad about this, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, and dad told me or whatever it is. If parents are discussing something about somebody else, maybe it's a good idea to ask if you can say anything. I don't know. I, I'm assuming this is just like, oh, yeah. Like, mm, you're, you, I, I like see, it's I'm, your dad who's going, you must know. That's, I think, where the like sort of understanding is, I think, for like a kid's point of view. But it's like maybe uh-huh. we don't talk about other people's sort of plans. But I understand the excitement and the like, I don't know. I don't know if necessarily we would be like, don't talk about other people. But I feel like that's a an angle. Yeah, I would honestly take the other side of that angle, which is like the transparency angle, the sort of like, if you hear yeah. something, say something angle. I honestly would sort of applaud yeah. that, not just for spoil, like yeah. just ruining it. Like keeping secret secrets is important. But just in and general, like just keeping like hey don't say anything to bingo you know and he was just yeah. like oh and yeah and then I you forgot. say something like, it was then exciting. it's exciting yeah exactly so i that's that's something i would honestly uh not applaud but i would be okay with that happening tyler how would you feel if uh shithead kid told you that told your other kid that you were leaving tomorrow for cabo i mean listen i'd call that kid a dick to his face <laughs> oh you wouldn't <laughs> No, you wouldn't, no, Tyler. Wouldn't. You have extreme social anxiety. <laughs> Try again. Hey, I probably just wouldn't shit. say anything. I'd probably do it. I would probably just do Tyler, what, would uh, you hold a quiet resentment for that child? I think so. I think Tyler would hold a grudge. <laughs> a quiet Tyler resentment would hold a grudge against a seven-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tyler, oh, that's a very little good. bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'd be like, mm, I don't know if I can trust the six-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, the and then I've got... whack. You know what the energy it gave me? Uh, mm-hmm. My god siblings, who I, they lived across the street from us, uh, did teach me a couple things. They're a couple years older than me. Uh, taught me the F word. Okay, classic. great. Yeah. Uh, they also to. told me that Santa isn't real. Sorry, kids listening. And uh, <laughs> That's a rough one. And, That's a rough uh, one. It gave me big, uh, my god siblings telling me that Santa isn't real energy. Uh, uh, when yeah, I was way too young, bit. I was like six. Oh, okay. No. And they were like, you know, Ooh, that's eight or rough. nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. They told me. Tracks. I don't know if I was six. I would maybe I was like seven or eight, and they were like ten or eleven. But yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, you okay. actually <laughs> the wedding this weekend. You might get to meet Sarah, my god sister, who is oh. who told me Santa wasn't real. Hell yeah! Um, cool, and a decker. Fucking throw down at the wedding. She's very nice. Right. Please don't. Uh, let's let's do some rapid fire, and then we'll get to yeah, sort let's of the do some ending. Rapid fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, taking advice from a child when Bingo says you should do the face paint would not fly for uh, boomers. Absolutely would not. Would not fly for Gen X <laughs> millennials playing along. I get it. Gen Z. We honestly sure. might take some half introspection. Yeah. To that <laughs> absolutely like does this kid know more than me let's take a second let's Damn, take a second how'd this kid come up with a brilliant idea <laughs> yeah exactly uh and along with that olivia yes uh face painting one more thing uh you know using more face paint asking to go back again uh boomers oh, hell yeah. no asking gen x hell seconds. no millennials anxious about it probably Maybe. a little bit of back and forth gen z sure kid go ask if they say no sorry you're out of luck but yeah go ahead honestly gen I feel x like, might have I feel a little like bit of that, gen z i feel like gen z is the is the generation of you can try yeah what, can what's try. the hurt listen a closed <laughs> yeah, mouth is gonna, a hungry yeah, mouth that's my motto yeah, exactly what's the yeah, worst so. that happens they say no 
you know? Yeah. And then you move on. And then and then I wrote down in my notes, this is where the magpie would have been shot. <laughs> At least from the boomer's perspective, this is when the, the gun comes out. I think after they leave the neighbors, they're like, oh, hey, Jim, you mind if I borrow your gun? <laughs> and then they take the magpie out. But I think it was very clever. Uh, I'm going to go shoot a nest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get to the the sort of end montage, right? Where we see Bandit leaving, them eating yep. without the, the father and that sort of whole thing. I, I wrote down three notes here and I think we should go over them sort of holistically, which is airport mm-hmm. goodbyes, calls slash FaceTimes from abroad, mm-hmm. and then yep. the general, and then we'll save this one for the end, but the general overall theme about being comfortable with being uncomfortable. I like that. Okay. I like okay. that. So that. travel. Let's just let's just wrap up the, those first two points into travel. Boomers, very much a, a wave and a goodbye <laughs> situation. Yeah. 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 I don't think See you, you kid. Maybe one phone it's, call. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Don't die. Like don't I might one call your mother, if you do but have like a if you're all, if you're him. like, is that dad on the phone? Like you'll be like, don't don't put them on. I have to go. Don't like, put me know. on the phone. I'm yeah. busy. I'm maybe work. you got to talk to your dad once when he's away on a business trip. Yeah, maybe once, right? Gen X, a little bit more phone call at home, maybe a text or two, and then a lot of pictures when they get back, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then millennials, we I did like this sort of thing of like FaceTimes and that sort of thing. A I more honestly like every couple of days or daily check-in kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least a text, uh, a phone call, a, a different pod on Wonderful. Griffin McElroy talked about leaving voice messages for yeah. their son to yep. like read bedtime stories that sort of pampering of the the child comfort while they are away still yep. making sure that you have Keeping that presence that routine kind of in mm, yeah. mm, mm-hmm. so for you three travel as parents as yeah. gen zers yeah obviously technology will continue to evolve at some point you'll just be able to teleport back home or <laughs> you know at least be able to like have some sort of so hologram nice. situation yeah. you know but how do you guys want to plan for having to be away from your children for extended amounts of time or for Elevi in your case, niece and nephew. Yeah. I feel like establishing because it's already kind of weird. Cause I am kind of like distant from them. They're not yeah. old enough to kind of miss me mm-hmm. yet, but yeah. it's like kind of explaining as early as possible. As soon as they can kind of understand that, like I need to leave because I have other obligations, not that they're mm-hmm. more important than you, but they're just different. And I have to do these things the same way that yes. I like kind of have to take care of you. But like we're able to balance those things. Mm-hmm. But it's like get, letting that know as soon as possible that it's like I'm not leaving forever. You will see me yes. again. Yes. And like mm-hmm. just establishing like and this is just yeah. like a normal part of my job. And like it's something mm-hmm. that you kind of have to adjust to. And like setting that expectation. Like even if you say like four months in advance, hey, I need to leave for six weeks in April. You know, your mm-hmm. kid's going to forget. So, you know, sort of yes. just like you know, gently reminding them every so often. Letting it build up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, Garfield, the cable is out, you know? Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) The cable is out. Garfield, the cable is out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I 100% jive with that. And Tyler, I want to hear what your thoughts are on it. But another thing I think is super important, and I think, I mean, is apparent when you're doing these check-ins, these FaceTimes, that sort of thing. But it's like making sure that they know that you're thinking Mm. of them when you're gone. 
right? Yeah. Making sure yeah. that they know that your presence is still somewhat there, even when you have to be away. Like my dad didn't go on a lot of like work trips when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. like when he went to somewhere like really far away, which was like Texas, um, <laughs> from Connecticut, he would send a postcard and it would either sometimes, it was sometimes it would arrive before mm. he got home, but sometimes it would be home like after. And it's like, oh, like he did think about us, you know, uh, if, even if he'd like yeah. wasn't on the phone every night, we got like something there, like mm-hmm. a message yeah. there. On a similar note, you know business trip uh treats yeah. that was a big thing from my dad was like always whenever he had to go oh, on like a souvenir? long uh yeah. trip and be back yeah. yeah get some some candies and some my yeah, some dad, toys or something uh, as we've have established thanks to the restaurant 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 is, uh, <laughs> yeah sort of a big business boy and uh he's gone a lot when i was younger yeah. um I mean, often I, I, when I was in like elementary school, I didn't see my dad much at all because he was still working actively in the restaurants, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so it was like he was working from like 11 to midnight. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be up into school before he woke up and then I'd be in bed before he got home. So, you know, and then lots of business trips. He opened a bunch of restaurants and was gone for a long period of time. So it was like a lot of phone calls and stuff. So this is something that I'm sort of intimately familiar with. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know how I deal with it. Probably just tell him that I'm going for cigarettes and then never come back. (laughs) Whatever, Tyler. We were having earnest conversation, all right? You're going to have kids. You're going to have two kids, a a picket yard fence. You're going to have two and a half kids. Sorry about your half kid. And and a Harley Davidson. (laughs) And a Harley Davidson. (laughs) And two missing legs because you fell off that Harley Davidson. The first day I pull up outside in a mo- on a bike is going to be just top tier, <laughs> top tier um, stuff, elite content. All right. And then let's talk about the, let's close out here. Let's close out our time here with the overall thematics of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's, you know, that's tied up in the hero's journey. That's just sort of tied up with uh, just, I mean, just, I mean, honestly, it's just life, right? Is like, there will be moments uh, where you are uncomfortable, but that is sort of the parenting job these days is like making sure that your kid is at least somewhat prepared for being unprepared. How do we think boomers would would react? You gotta repress that shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm not uncomfortable. Everything's fine. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, kiddo. Dad's dad's gone for a long time and that's fine. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I I, I honestly don't know any way in which we would see the boomers being okay with being Wait, Bluey's Bluey's dad is an archaeologist? He's an archaeologist, yes. Yes, Bandit is an archaeologist, and Chili, I think, works for the airport. I think she works like TSA, basically. Airport? Airport. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Gen X. Gen X being comfortable with being comfortable. How do we feel about uh, Gen X being a little? They they're the very anti system yeah. thing, but I think ultimately they still fall back to that. Obviously, yeah. even as their generation is sort of pushed forward, they haven't really been okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I think they would be like, "Hey, something's going to happen," but I don't want to talk about how I feel about the thing. They might. Yes, they would very be much a little more avoidant. open to communicating that, but they're like, "Nah, like I'm, I'm good, I'm good." No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. If if they had if they had any opportunity to avoid that, they definitely they would. would yeah, is ultimately the takeaway. Inevitable. Yeah. So millennials. That was a tougher one. This is again, Bluey is for the millennial yeah. parentage, but the made by millennials. Made, made by millennials. By millennials. For millennials. Um, Millennials being comfortable with being uncomfortable. I think they're very much more the adventurous yeah. type, less so than Gen Maybe Z. Maybe they turn into kind say. of a fun game, you know? 
So it's uh, like a fun game. You call and, me every you know, day. Yeah. I would say millennials are more anxious about taking the risks. I think they, they do yeah, get that sort of stranger danger-esque mm. anxieties. Yeah. But I do think that they are more open to it. I mean, I, I use my sister as an example because she's a heavy millennial. But she's willing to travel the world and get new experiences and things like that. Yeah. But when it comes to just the, the floor being dropped from out of you, it's a lot less accepted yeah. for millennials. Heavy Millennials, my favorite Metallica heavy album. <laughs> Start calling my siblings Heavy Millennials. And then Gen Z. I think Gen Z, we honestly like, I don't know about we you guys. We love being uncomfortable. We love it. It's sort of our we whole love thing it. right now. We thrive. Well, like, if we, okay, well, Tyler, Tyler doesn't you're like a millennial, you, but like, as we know. the idea that we've embraced cringe as we've a embraced yeah, cringe. That's true. Our, our lives and our, our existence has been sort of defined by having the floor drop out of us every single, yeah. you know, every, four the years. Recession, the housing yeah, the crisis, recession, the pandemic, you know. Yeah, the, the worst attacks, president of all time. The worst president of all time. Uh, a pandemic so, when we're graduating college or high things. school. I saw a sticker today on the side of a car. It wasn't a bumper sticker. It was on the passenger side door. And it said, I'm watching you. And then underneath it said, quote, God. <laughs> Okay, yeah. And I couldn't tell whether it was in serious. It was probably serious. But the energy of, uh, hey, I'm always looking out for you. I'm always there. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most millennials and... Or Gen Zs and boomers have the same sense of humor. It's just for different reasons. Uh, yeah, and there's that's like a, the goddess, and then there's just the pure like 21st century absurdism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a different discussion. But I do think like Gen yeah. Z, we are open to being uncomfortable, and I think that yeah. hopefully as parents, we can pass that down to our children in the future. Yeah. I feel like a lot of us are um, in therapy too. You know, like we 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 want to tackle yes. that emotional. Like we're we're we are more responsible for our emotions and how they affect other people, I feel like, than other generations. Yes. Like, millennials are a step above, like, you know, whatever, just because they've been doing it longer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how they affect us and how they affect other people. So I think that's a big one. But <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's right. being comfortable with being uncomfortable. I am cringe, but I am free. Um, so. <laughs> I'm ugly, but I'm proud. <laughs> I'm ugly, and I'm proud. Yeah, so that was... The Bluey episode, Curry Quest. Thank you for joining me, O'Neill and Tyler. Movie. Thank you for Just a little location yeah, change. Play. If you, yeah. if, happen, <laughs> yeah, if, if you have to see the video out. of this, just yeah. jump uh, two and a half weeks and a couple thousand miles. Yeah, no yeah, biggie. yeah, no biggie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, good luck, Bluey. Good luck, Bluey. You're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs>